Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. It's such a joy to know that people are listening on the other end of this. I know that it can be so strange for manifestors sometimes to speak and feel like, do I know what I'm saying? Are people actually listening? Is this being impactful? So for me, recording these podcast episodes, knowing that we have so many thousands of listeners for each episode is just, it's really nourishing. It's really beautiful. It really uh, helps me to continue to share and, and to bring these messages and to, to be vulnerable and uh, share my insights on things. So thank you for all of you that listen. Thank you for all of you that share this on social media that reach out to us so often and say that you're loving the episodes. We really genuinely appreciate having you here. Today, you have got an episode with just me. I know we've got quite a few guest episodes happening lately. We're running through the Manifest and Meetup podcast series, where we're going to be sharing with you uh, guest episodes with 10 manifestors from this very manifestor community, the one that you are in right now. Um, all of these manifestors sharing their skills, sharing their teaching, sharing their wisdom, sharing their authenticity. It's been so beautiful to record them. And right now in between these guest episodes, you've got good old me, Holly Marie, coming at you with a solo episode. And I want to talk to you today about this concept of uh, rest as productivity, or more importantly, rest and productivity, and where the two things intersect together. Because I'm seeing a lot of stuff um, you know, happening in the social media spaces about rest and how important rest is. It's definitely no surprise. I mean, I'm recording this in May of 2021 and, um, you know, we're kind of coming through the second year of the pandemic. Rest has become a really integral part of the lesson for us as a collective now that things are slowly starting to reopen, people are returning to work. Um, for some people, you know, going into second or third or fourth waves of the virus and suddenly we're starting to see that rest is important. You know, rest is a key feature that we have been missing from our hustle-driven, you know, focused, disciplined, motivated lives. We're starting to see that this idea of sustaining 40, 50, 60, 70 hour work weeks is not smart. It's not actually good for us. It's not sustainable. It doesn't bring the things that we need it to bring. So, 
it's no surprise to me that we're now seeing a lot more conversation about this, you know, seeing a lot more quotes floating up on social media of, you know, allow yourself to rest, allow yourself to, um, you know, stop doing things. You know, you don't have to have expectations of yourself to do a lot during the day um, or at night, you know, saying like rest literally is productivity. And I think that there is a deeper lesson here for us to learn. There's a deeper thing for us to unpack. Of course, this is really, really important in the manifester journey. And you know this before I even say this, because we talk about rest a lot. <laughs> through I talk about it a lot through my content, through my teaching. I know that um, in human design, it's spoken about a lot because on one level, manifestors are non-sacral beings, which means we don't have that sacral drive that the, the generators and the manifesting generators do. And that's that real physical energy drive. That's the drive that is consistent. Um, it likes to complete things. It feels a sense of satisfaction. It produces a lot of like physical motor energy. And as non-sacral beings, we don't have access to that. It's inconsistent. So just by our physical nature, we are naturally more tired beings, right? We have, we have less energy to get things done throughout a day um, than the vast majority of the population does. And we all know that. But the deeper level for this as manifestors is that our energy runs in a really unique cycle. We have this energy, again, we all know this, we have this energy that runs in this rest and creation cycle. So we do these big creative pushes, right? We initiate, we, we bring these new things into life and then we need to rest. We need to rest because that's hard work. We're really tired after we've done that. Essentially, we play this role for the collective of being the birthing mothers, right? We go through this growing this thing that needs to come through. You know, we nurture it and we nourish it and we grow it and we hold on tightly to it. And then we go through this labor process of then pushing it out into the world, which comes with a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of vulnerability. It comes with a great deal of effort as well, getting our initiations out into the world. We need to inform a lot. We need to be very present. We need to let ourselves be seen. We're really utilizing those magnetic qualities of our aura. It's a big deal for us to initiate. And so just like any mother after having given birth, I've given birth three times. Trust me, it's tiring. <laughs> All the other mamas out there are like, mm -hmm, it's tiring. We need an enormous rest. We need an enormous rest very, very differently to the way that our other non-sacral friends, being the projectors and the reflectors, need rest because they're not initiating, okay? The manifestors are initiating. So rest for us is, is really central to everything. Rest is the key player in our ability to initiate, right? We have to rest in order to have space and have, have capacity and have connection with our inner self in order to initiate. But we also need to rest to recover from an initiation. So our rest has these, these two functionalities where it's all centered around our ability to be the initiators. Okay, that's our role. That's what we came here for. But the way that we give ourselves the ability to enact that role as initiators is to rest. It's to rest after we've initiated and it's to rest before we've initiated. And what that means is very practically speaking is that you are going to be resting more than you are creating as a manifester. You are going to rest approximately 80% of the time. 
and you are going to initiate or create 20% of the time, okay? We are resting so much more than we are doing anything else. And in a society that's got some very, very jacked up ideals around rest, this is a challenging area for manifestors. I believe it's a challenging area for everyone. It's just that the manifestor take on it is, of course, like everything else, unique. So I want to unpack that, you know, let's step out of what we've already taught, what we already know, you know, where where most of us are very aware that we need a lot of rest, that rest is really integral to us, that we have to be giving ourselves permission to rest, that, you know, it's going to be a trust system. We really need to um, just let ourselves do it and trust that the rest is going to be good for us. However, I want to look at this concept of rest as manifests through the lens of productivity. Okay. This is where we start to fuse back in with what's happening with the collective at the moment, because we're starting to see this change in narrative, this change in, in collective belief system around rest being lazy to now rest being productive. And I think that we potentially have, have a, an open window here to either be very expansive and very healing or to get ourselves into further trouble. Because we need to understand what productivity actually means in the scope of rest. When we look at productivity, we are socially primed and socially conditioned to believe that productivity is about what we produce. It is about the work that is produced when we are being productive. We talk about productivity in metrics, right? We talk about productivity in these very tangible material things that we can grasp, we can measure, we can project, we can understand. So we talk about, you know, how productive can uh, the average worker be in an eight hour day? What's the level of productivity that is expected from you in your job, in your career? How productive are tasks that you have got within your business? Are these productive money-making tasks? Are these productive creation tasks? Are there elements of productivity that you can hand off to other people to be more efficient and more effective at that productivity? We even look at productivity in terms of manufacturing, right? We see, well, how, how much production can a manufacturing system have? If we have a factory that creates Barbie dolls, right? How many Barbie dolls a day or a week or a month can that factory produce? And can we make the system more efficient? Can we make the system more streamlined and thus have a higher output of productivity? This is where all of this rhetoric that we've had for years and years and years about work smarter, not harder comes from. Because for a good 20 years now, Socially, we've recognised that working harder doesn't necessarily create more productivity. It doesn't necessarily produce more tangible material results. That, that sometimes we can actually look at the system. We can look at the decision-making. We can look at the efficiency. We can be smarter to create more productivity that we don't have to put in more hours to produce more, that sometimes we can refine the way that we are doing this work and therefore produce the same amount or a higher amount. 
And I think that that's been really effective for us as a collective for a long time. I mean, I, I certainly have my personal issues with that whole notion of work smarter, not harder, because <laughs> often working smarter is working harder, right? We're just moving that energy load from physical stress in our body to mental stress. So it's not necessarily always helpful. But I think overall, just the idea of swapping ourselves from thinking, okay, more hours, more physical labor equals more productivity to this idea of, well, I can reverse engineer that. I can look at the system. I can look at the decision-making. I can look at the efficiency. And therefore, I can determine, you know, where more productivity can be made. But this is where we start to get twisted now. Because when we're applying something like rest to productivity, when we see these quotes floating around of rest literally is productivity, our subconscious right? Your individual subconscious, our collective subconscious, the part in your brain that determines your belief system, it determines your habits, your routines, your behaviors, your feelings, your emotions. The subconscious part of your brain has spent decades being told that productivity is an action. Productivity is something that you do. Productivity is something that you see because productivity produces material outcomes. And when we start to think, oh, I, if I'm resting, then I'm being productive, your poor subconscious is getting very confused <laughs> because all along, you have been working under the guidance system and the belief system that productivity means producing outwardly. Productivity means working hard. Productivity means you get to see something. It means that you get to have a result. You get an outcome. You get an achievement. And that doesn't necessarily bode with rest. So it's no surprise, right? It's no surprise at all that so many of us are struggling with feeling like, but when I rest, I'm lazy because I'm not producing, I'm not being productive. And so the behaviours that we have developed to, to deal with that, what we call cognitive dissonance, right, where we have this belief system in our head, but our actions are not matching that belief system. So we have this cognitive dissonance. We have this friction within our mind. And so we, we shift our behavior to alleviate that cognitive dissonance because it feels awkward. It feels uncomfortable. It doesn't feel correct. We want to move out of that space. So we change our behavior. And what we do is that we start adding these little productive productivity, these little, you know, producing productive behaviors into our rest time. We don't fully switch off. We partly switch off. We might take a day off from work. We might turn our laptop off. We might not check social media. But what we do instead is that we turn on some other stimulating device. We turn on Netflix. We throw ourselves into social media. We do education. We do digital online learning. You know, we participate in a group course or a group program, we read through blogs, we search for recipes, right? Our rest can start looking like, oh, I'm just going to reorganize the house. I'm going to clear out my closet. 
right? I'm going to rearrange my pantry. I'm going to do that, that deep spring cleaning that I've been wanting to do for ages. I'm going to run errands, right? I'm going to do all of these domestic things that I haven't been doing. We start to add in elements of, of productive behavior into our rest. And so physically, we might be on a reduced load, but our nervous system is definitely not switched off. And your brain is also not switched off. And where we leave ourselves is in this place of, I'm resting, but I'm not actually resting. And so my resting makes me more tired. And as a manifester, when your rest plays this pivotal role of both being your place of recuperation and your place of creating space to allow the next creative urge and the next initiation to come through, guess what happens if you're not actually resting? You don't recover and you don't feel your next creative urge. So frequently I speak to manifestors who say, I, you know, I haven't heard a creative urge for ages and I feel like I've been in this rest cycle forever and, you know, I've been in a rest cycle for weeks or for months or for years and I can't remember the last thing that I created and I don't know what my creative urge feels like. And my first question is always, are you actually resting? Are you actually resting or are you in a false state of rest? where you're telling yourself that you're resting, hey, perhaps you've even spent 8, 10, 12, 14, 24 hours binging the latest TV series on Netflix. But was that actually the rest that your body needed? Or was your nervous system still wired? Was your brain still going? Were you still picking up your phone every six minutes to check what was happening on social media? Were you still responding to emails? Were you still thinking through all of the things that you want to be doing or should be doing with your life, right? And if you're not physically resting, but you're just not working, then what were you filling your time with? And I'm not saying that rest as a manifester needs to be this like cryogenic state of being frozen in time, right? We don't need to like be stuck in bed, you know, tucked all the way down in the covers and wearing pajamas. And well, we don't even need to be in a meditative state. Rest for you as a manifester is whatever is required to allow your body to actually shut off, to actually have your nervous system shut down to actually have your mental function stop and take a break and disconnect. That might be going out in nature. It might be, you know, doing a gentle walk. It might be some form of exercise. It might be dance. It might be watching your favorite movie. It might be watching Netflix. It might be drinking herbal tea. It might be making your favorite food. Um, it might be, you know, going on a holiday when we're allowed to do that again to a different location, right? It, it may be any number of things for you. But the key point is, it, if you are resting, but your body feels restless or your mind feels restless, then you are not truly resting. What you're in is a state of continuously trying to be productive while you are telling yourself that you are resting. And that's where we're creating this, this rod for our own backs. That's where we're creating this difficulty for ourselves. 
Okay, you don't need to be productive in the traditional sense of productivity while you're resting. But I do want to challenge you with this thought. What if we looked at productivity differently? What if we looked at productivity as not being about something that you tangibly produce? What if we saw productivity as not a material metric, as not something that you can see or hold or feel or measure? What if we looked at productivity as an energetic state? What if we understood that productivity was something that our energy is always doing and that when we are resting, we are still being energetically productive? Let's unpack that, okay? Because even as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, mm, <laughs> that is juicy. When we are in a state of rest, when our, our body is physically resting, when we're mentally disconnected from things, when our nervous system has shut down, our energy is still moving because we're energetic beings, okay? Our, our energy is always working. Our energy is always working in alignment or in misalignment, okay? But our energy is always functioning. And our energy is a naturally very productive thing. Our energy is always, is always moving towards producing something, right? It's always healing something. It's always unpacking or understanding something. It's always gathering together in preparation for something. So on a super simple level, we can definitely understand as manifestors that rest is energetically productive for us because our energy is gathering together in preparation for our next initiation, for our next creative urge. And so by allowing ourselves to deeply and truly rest, we are investing in our future material productivity by allowing ourselves to energetically be productive right now. Yeah. And that's in its simplest form is profound. We can, we can definitely start tapping into that and tying into that. But I want to dig deeper into that. Your energy is always processing things. Your energy is always healing things. Even if we looked at this through your energy centers, your defined energy centers are always processing. If you are an emotional manifester, then you are always processing emotions. If, if you have a defined spleen, you're always processing fear. If you uh, have a defined G-center, you are always processing identity, your sense of purpose, what direction you're going in. If you have a defined head, you're always processing ideas and, and these things that inspire you, right? Whatever your, your defined energy is, that shows you what you are processing continuously on this continuous uh, kind of constant sustained loop. Your energy is always processing that. Your energy is doing that for your benefit. And so when you are going through a rest time, not only is this energy processing happening for you, and it's happening on your behalf, which literally is productivity. But when you allow yourself to, your energy can be used for deep healing. That ability that you have to energetically process things gives you the capacity for healing. And that healing can really only be obtained through a state of rest. When you are healing, you are contemplating things. 
you are reflecting on things. And the cool thing is you may not even be doing that in your conscious state. You might be doing that in your unconscious state. Your energy is processing and healing for you when you are sleeping, when you are napping, when you are doing something else but your nervous system is in a state of passive shutdown. This can be processing in the form of dreams, right, dreamscapes. It can just be emotional processing while you are sleeping. Have you ever had any of those times where you've had really good sleep but you wake up exhausted? You wake up feeling like, I don't know what I did during my sleep, but I'm physically drained. I'm mentally drained. I'm emotionally exhausted. And spiritually, I feel like I just ran a marathon. In that state of rest, your energy is being so productive, so productive because it is doing the deep healing for you that you are not able to do while you are conscious, while you are awake, while you are busy, while you are doing things. So rest, rest is productivity, but it is not always productivity that we can see with these tangible results. Sometimes, and I would argue that the most effective times for us is when our rest has been so genuine and so true and so, so balanced for us that it has produced self-awareness. It has produced healing. It has produced growth. It has produced clarity. It has produced connection within yourself. That is where the value of rest is really at when we look at productivity. You don't need to be productive while you are resting. You don't need to have something that you can show, something that you can prove, right, that says, oh, look, even though I was resting, I was still productive. Even though, you know, I was um, listening to music, I was doing crochet with my hand. Even though I was watching Netflix, I was tidying up my bedroom, right? We don't need to have these, these material productions, right? We don't need to be able to prove that we were still productive in that traditional sense of productivity while we were resting because that is not where the value lives. Certainly for not not for us as manifestors. That's that's harmful to us as manifestors. That's limiting to us as manifestors because we're not utilizing our rest cycle for the value that it actually brings to us. But if we can shift our belief systems and shift our mindsets to see productivity as something different, to see productivity as energetic, to see productivity as processing, as healing, as bringing awareness, as bringing clarity of releasing, of reflecting, well, then our ability to rest becomes so much more valuable, doesn't it? What we're bringing ourselves and what we're producing while we're resting is is everything, We know that we don't move forward. We know that we don't manifest. We know that we don't truly grow unless we are healing, unless we are becoming more aware of ourselves, 
We don't get this outside development until we have self-development, right? Your reality reflects your personal state. That's what rest is bringing you, manifesto. And maybe that's the mindset shift that you need to start digging more into rest and allow yourself to let go of that resistance that you've got to rest. Okay, that's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> that's my informing done. I feel like that that is the message that wanted to come through today. So thank you so much for listening to this. Um, it's been really beautiful actually for me to just be like a conduit to this message and, and let my defined spleen speak and bring through this intuitive message. I hope that this spoke to you, that this, this gave you um, a moment of epiphany, right? A moment of reflection, a moment of, wow, I can now see that differently. I'm sending you all love in your journey through rest and through your rest cycles. Rest is of course a huge um, thing. It's a huge lesson that we're, we're journeying through all of us right now. So please share your experiences of rest, inform people around you about what you need, initiate conversations around rest and what it means to you and how important it is. Initiate that within yourself. Give yourself more permission to rest in any possible way that you can. And having said that, I'm tired and I'm heading off to rest now. <laughs> so thank you for being here. And until next time in the next episode, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.